Welcome listeners to this week's episode of the Lone Road iRacers podcast with me your host Guy Robertson. The first thing we're going to look at this week is a post from the official iRacing themselves of the new schematic looking at weather. So what I've actually, uh, the iRacing gods, put out to tease us with again regarding the weather. So there's an image of a uh, a swim lane really, that I'd call it, with uh, a little bit of sun and a cloud. Uh, a section that is overcast, light rain, a blue line separating, and then an overcast section just below that. We have a practice uh, section with a blue line that probably goes from maybe 2 p.m. down to nearly 4 p.m. We've then got a quality section and a purple line at roughly around 4 p.m. till about 4.30. Then we have got a race section with a green line roughly around 4.30 till 6 p.m not a lot more not a lot more so i think that really tells us that they've not forgotten about what they promised and what they've teased regarding the rain it gives us a great insight into the practice session that you're going to receive dynamic weather of a little bit of cloud and sun uh, a section that is overcast around 3 p.m and then a section of light rain going into quality around 4pm, a mixed bag of light rain and overcast, and then the race should just be overcast. So that's going to be quite uh, dynamic and, and uh, challenging for any eye racer. And really, that's what this rainy, rain and the dynamic weather is going to bring the, the everyday eye racer. Um, for me, can't wait for it to happen. Um, I'm sure we'll get more teasers as maybe we get to season three build of 2023 and hopefully it's ready to go and we all love racing it folks so um, that's the first topic tonight what do you think about it if you've seen it if not it's definitely on insta if you go on to the uh, iRacing official uh, official section the second tease from the iRacing Gods is a new vehicle, folks, for the Endurance and maybe the IMSA series, the Ligier JSP320. Wow, that looks a fast, dynamic car, folks. If you've not seen it, um, it's all in grey. Uh, the iRacing guys have uh, not put any colour on it. Uh, but wow, it looks a demon of a car. So... I've done a bit of research and this is a Nissan built car. Uh, the Ligier JSP uh, 320. Um, 
Basically, it was unveiled during the 2019-24 Hours of Le Mans. The Ligier JSP320 is one of uh, the four new generation chassis selected by the ACO, the Automotive Club de l'Ouest. Worthy here to the Ligier JSP3 with its modern hypercar look and its Ligier trademark nose with the hollow. The Ligier JSP320 is instantly recognisable and boy is it. The Ligier JSP320 remains retains sorry, all the Ligier JSP3's characteristics that have forged its reputation. Its robust, robustness and its easy running characteristics. With its 95% new bodywork, Olin's dampers, a new more powerful Nissan V8 VK56 engine, an adapted cooling system and aerodynamics optimised for all the circuits. The Ligier's JSP320's aim is to surpass its elder sister. Since its launch in 2020, it has clinched 8 LMP3 titles, the European Le Mans Series, Michelin Le Mans Cup, Ultimate Cup Series, Asian Le Mans Series, IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car, IMSA Prototype Challenge. The Ligier JSP320 won the 24 hours of Daytona and 12 hours of Sebring two years in a row. So looking at the technical sheet, the chassis is a monochrome carbon H made of HP composites. Bodywork is also carbon made of HP composites. The length is 4,605 millimeters with a width of 1,900 millimeters and a wheelbase of 2,860 millimeters with an overall weight of 950 kilograms. Suspensions, double wishbone, push rod and spring damper combination, four ways through rod Olin's TTX40 dampers, adjustable anti-roll bar system, third element front and rear. Gearbox is six-speed sequential gearbox, Atrax 1152 with aluminium casing, semi-automatic pneumatic steering wheel paddle shift system, mega line, gearbox cooling with oil radiator, steering, hydraulic power assisted steering cooled by oil radiator, engine and electronics, it's a Nissan VK56 V8 5.6 litres, 460 HP, gearbox and engine control units made by Magneti Morelli. Brakes, Brembo braking package, six piston calipers, front and rear 14 inch discs. Rims, 18 inch magnesium Oz racing front width of 12.5 and a rear width of 13 inches. Safety, never heard this before, but safety 2020 ACO rules, Xylon side panels, driver padding, new driver seat carbon shell, double carbon seat homologated, cockpit ventilation and hands compatible headrest so that is folks the uh, Ligier JSP320 coming to iRacing more likely in the next build so if you want to know a bit more check out uh, LigierAutomotive.com and you'll see some more meme pictures of this demon car personally it looks awesome might give it a go See what you think, folks. Check it out.
So our second subject uh, for this podcast looks at uh, the female uh, females in motorsport again. So new season, new frontiers for Porsche Club Motorsport Boxster Cup. So this weekend, as the national racing scene gets underway, there will be some additions to the paddock and no more distinctive or historic than the new driving trio competing for SW Engineering in the Porsche Club GB Woods Food Service Boxster Club Championship. SW Engineering will field three female rookie drivers, folks. Jess Wilkinson, Sarah World and Zoe Kyle Henney. The lineup marks the first all-female entry to compete in the championship, which kicks off at Donington Park on the 1st of April. Wow, folks, that's a milestone and it's great to see. Sarah, who is a barrister by day, has followed the sport for years, but was encouraged to give track racing a go by her father and partner. Jess, who works in international business, moved from Western Canada to the UK in 2019. She embraced racing after experiencing the thrill of, of a track day, while biomedical science graduate Zoe has built on her family's long links with the sport. Father Pete has competed in Porsche Carrera Cup GB, while brother Matt has made his racing debut in 2019. Competing with the very same SW Engineering, he won his class and the Porsche Club Championship overall in 2021 and was instrumental in SW Engineering securing the team's championship. Together with SW Engineering's co-founder Ellie Bartley and Mandy Sear, Porsche Championship coordinator, they are proof, growing proof that motorsport is open to anyone who has a real passion for the sport, regardless of gender or background. There are so many opportunities available to women in motorsport, both on the technical and marketing side, as well as on track, Sarah commented. I think it's important to try and convey the message to young women that this is no no longer just about men having all the fun and the best way to do that is to be involved. Motorsport has several barriers to to entry. Gender shouldn't be one of them, Jess adds. Everyone in the sport should want to empower girls and women with the confidence to have a go as it expands the market and creates opportunities for everyone in the sport. Mostly, however, it is about having fun, as Zoe adds. I see no gender barriers. Everyone has been very welcoming in the paddock. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm very keen to see me succeed in motorsport. Let's get out there and have fun. After the first round at Donington, the team moves to Brands Hatch, which will be a special again for a number of reasons. The team is based in Sussex, close to the Kent track, and Sarah has a close connection with Motorsport Vision owner Jonathan Palmer. Sarah came to see me seeking a bit of advice about how to pursue the idea of going racing and to her great credit she's picked up the ball and run with it. I have no doubt in my mind that Sarah and the team will be terrific ambassadors and role models for others wanting to get into the starting grid at circuits like Bransach and Donington Park, Jonathan said. Well folks, <coughs> that just shows you that if you really do want to Getting into motorsport as a female driver, the opportunities are there. So, if you want to find out more about that specific event or that series, it's www.motorsportuk.org, folks, and you'll find it in the news section. So, really good to hear uh, another event involving women and putting more female drivers on the track.
I hope you all agree. Another small section in the news is an opportunity for where uh, for esport enthusiasts. Most Sports UK esport offers an exclusive base performance simulator opportunity. Motorsport UK Esports has teamed up with Base Performance Simulators to offer an exclusive taster session for members on Friday the 28th of April. Base Performance Simulators, located in Banbury, Oxfordshire, is led by three times Le Mans winning Aston Martin factory driver Darren Turner. It offers state-of-the-art simulators with tools and technology taken from on-track cars, to provide a unique understanding of racing for professional and amateur drivers. Racer guests will, will drive both the BPS Aston Martin GT simulator and the full motion single seater simulator enhanced by a 6 meter wraparound screen designed to produce a truly immersive experience. There are 24 slots available exclusively to Motorsport UK eSport members at £50 per person. Uh, you must be a member of Motorsport UK, eSports Hub and age 14 and over to be el eligible for the event. Well, it's free to actually be a eSport, uh, Motorsport UK eSport member, folks. And for £50, £50 a go for having a go in the full Aston Martin B BPS simulator and the full motion single-seater with a 6-metre wraparound screen, folks, I don't think that's a good a bad day out to be fair. So again, if you're interested, www.motorsportsuk.org. That's where you'll find it in the news section. So just uh, coming off last week's um, F3 track, really. Uh, it was in a Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Um, I really enjoyed driving that track and I've uh, enjoyed it for the last few seasons on various cars. But I thought we'd take a more of an in-depth look at the track itself uh, um, and, and, you know, its history. So Canadian Tire Motorsport Park was formerly called Mossport Park and Mossport Park International Rateway, Raceway. This is a multi-track motorsport venue located north of Bowmanville in Ontario, Canada, 64 kilometres east of Toronto. The facility features a 3.957-kilometre 10-turn road course, a 2.9-kilometre advanced driver and race driver training facility with a 0.402-kilometre skid pad uh, that's known as a driver development centre and a 1.5 cart track um, as well. So the circuit was a second purpose-built road course in Canada after Westwood Motorspark in uh, Coquelam, British Columbia, succeeding Edenville, Port Albert, Ontario's Green Acres and many other tracks. The track was designed and built in the late 1950s. The first race to be held on the track was a local event organised by the Oakville Light Car Club in June 1961. Shortly thereafter, on June the 25th, the venue held its first major race, the Players 200, which was a sports car race 
bringing drivers from the world over to rural Ontario. Sterling Moss won the first two-heat event in a Lotus 19. Second was Joachim Bonnier with Olivier Gendebien third. The proposed hairpin was expanded into two discrete corners to be a greater challenge to the drivers more interesting for the spectators. As his suggestion and is named Moss Corner in his honour and boy does that cause everybody a challenge on iRacing. This is a source of lingering confusion as many people call the track Mossport. Unlike many historic motorsport venues, Mossport track layout has remained mostly unchanged from its original form. For 2001, the entire circuit was repaved to meet FIA uh, specifications and is now 13 metres or 42 foot wide. Drivers were consulted to ensure the character of the old track was kept. Almost all the racing lines have been maintained. Mossport achieved a claim through a series of international sports car races under the title Canadian Grand Prix, normally reserved for Formula One races. Many events were widely popular, breaking Canadian sports attendance records with each successive race. The success of these races led Mossport to be seen as a key component in the founding of the Can-Am series. So that gives you a bit of insight into this track that I've really enjoyed racing on uh, last week, folks. And I know many of others out there have enjoyed it. And it's a, it's a great challenge from its first downhill left-hander leading into Moss Corner. Um, it's a great challenge. Uh, personally, I gained quite a few racing points on it. And um, yeah... If you've not got Canadian Tire Motorsport Park in your uh, track uh, library, go and get it. Give it a go. I don't think you'll look back. It's a, it's a cracking track and a great challenge. Okay, folks, we're at a bit of the show now where we get to know what you're going to drive next week. So, start with a Formula V. You'll find yourself at Summit Point. Touring car all the way to uh, America, Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. Ferrari Circuit Magnicour. Formula D, Barcelona. SCCA, you find yourself on Fuji in Japan. Porsche Cup, Circuit Zolda. IMSA, Circuit de Jerez, Mazda Cup, Summit Point, Formula 1600 finds its way at Snetterton, Mission R, you're also at Zolder, Radical, Barber Motorsports Park, Formula A, Circuit de Jerez, Clio Cup, VIR, or Virginia International Raceway, Toyota GR Cup, Twin Ring Montegi, Formula C, Circuit de Jerez, Skippy, Road Atlanta, and I think that's the short course. Formula 1600 fixed, Summit Point. Simlab Challenge all the way to Japan to Suzuka. GT4 is also at Mid-Ohio. Grand Prix Legends, Laguna Seca. Formula B into Lagos. LMP2, Circuit de Jerez. Advanced Mazda finds its way to Sandown. 
And finally this week, the classic Lotus is at Road America, folks. So that's next week's up-and-coming cars and tracks. That gives me a, a final chance to talk about what's coming on next week's episode. So we have an interview with uh, the Sim Racing Magazine uh, team. Um, so I just want to put that out there already. Looking forward, be looking forward to that interview. Um, great insight into how uh, a Sim Racing Magazine came to be. The work that goes into it. And definitely the Discord and special events. And broadcasters who have supported uh, this team to get the Sim Racing magazine off the ground. So tune in for that next week, folks. And don't forget to tell your iRacing buddies and friends about uh, the Lone Road iRacers podcast. It comes out every Thursday. It is on all major podcast uh, holders. So uh, until, uh, until next week, look after yourselves, get that practicing, and I'll see you on the track soon. Thank you.